0: Michigan's Thumb is a true vacation getaway. Visitors are welcome to quaint villages on the shores of Lake Huron and historic towns filled with shops and restaurants waiting for you to discover. Whether your idea of a getaway is sitting on a beach enjoying Lake Huron or kayaking, fishing, boating, or dining, it's all open for you to do. So come with me as we discover Michigan's Thumb, a true four-season getaway rich in dining festivals, history, and relaxation. Michigan's Thumb. Your vacation and adventures await. Welcome to this episode of Discover Michigan's Thumb. Today we're going to be talking to Mike Rickerman, a local Lexington, Michigan real estate associate broker and an advocate for both living and recreating in the Sanilac County, the Lexington, Michigan area, the whole thumb of Michigan. He knows this area well. It's his job to know this area well, and we're going to jump into the conversation and let you learn from Mike about why this is such a fantastic area welcome to this episode of discover Michigan's thumb a little bit different instead of talking about landmarks or things with this episode I wanted to bring on a realtor Mike Rickerman I grew up kind of with Mike and I knew his family and Mike you started off as a teacher in the area but how did you transfer over to real estate and what what led to that progression
1: Jason great question Hopefully, I won't bore you with the with, with too many details in that regard, but I actually grew up in the area, so when we're talking schools and education, certainly grew up and went through Croswell-Lexington schools, lived in Lexington, enjoyed my educational time there. But when I graduated from Croslex, I actually thought I was going to be a business major, so I started at a local community college, St. Clair County Community College, and just business didn't seem like the right fit at the time. And so through a lot of prayer and seeking out some things through different mentors that we had, many people locally would remember like Mr. Paul Gear, and and Paul Gere was a major influence on me. And education just became the the natural fit. Never thought I was going to be a school teacher, especially with my dad, you know, being in education and such. But, you know, the Lord takes you in interesting ways. So ended up leaving the state of Michigan uh, to go to a private Christian School, Asbury College in central Kentucky, where I earned my my teaching degree. It was never my intention to leave Michigan. I love the local area. I love being in the Blue Water area. I love being close to the shores of Lake Huron. I mean, so many amazing memories, and, and we'll probably talk about that a little bit more, but just have to do with being with my toes nearer in the sand of Lake Huron. But, you know, life happens. So met a girl who became my wife, Beth, and we both attended Asbury College down in Kentucky. And uh, so my teaching career actually began down south. So my wife is a school teacher as well. She's now, when we moved back and relocated back, she is a Croslex school teacher, uh, elementary school teacher at Meyer School. But we both taught for a period of years down in kind of the Lexington, Kentucky, and surrounding areas before we decided to make the move back to what we've always considered as home here in Lexington.
0: You both get up here, you know, at this point, you're teaching in the Croslex school system as well, correct?
1: Well, the transition up was interesting, okay? We started in about 2006, to really think about and pray about coming back, all right? At that time, so we've been married for about 10, 11 years. We have three kiddos. We enjoy life in central Kentucky, but we always, you know, you kind of look back and you say, wow, we've been here, you know, a long time. And and it's probably time to get back closer to family. You know, my folks were still up here. Beth had several siblings back in Michigan, and, and we always figured her dad as well and mom would make it probably back to somewhere in Michigan. And we just wanted to have that family connection as well. So in 2006, we really started thinking and praying about that. And and Beth, for a time, stayed home when our kiddos were young. and uh, But she was at a point where she was like, I think I'm ready to get back into the classroom. And at that point... I had been school counseling in in Lexington, Kentucky, so kind of transitioned into an administrative role. Though I loved it, I also had a niche. We started to have that niche for real estate and that that passion for real estate. So in 2006, we began to pray about it. In 2008, (laughs) kind of at a crazy time when the economy was not definitely kicking we took a leap of faith and said we know it's the right time to come back it might not be economically the right time to come back we we prayed and said hopefully beth will be able to find a teaching job and i am going to begin to make a career and try to build a business locally in the real estate market so in 2008 when we returned it was a busy summer of course moving and a couple of our family members had weddings and such but beth was able to I think it was the only teaching position that opened up at Croslex, and Beth was able to land that. And then through some connections we had at St. Clair County Community College, I was able to be a part-time advisor there while building the business. And we did that for, I think I did that for about a year, year and a half. At one point, I did take a full-time teaching position just for one year back here locally at Lex where I served as an elementary writing teacher. And that was just enough to get the business rolling. So in 2008, or excuse me, in 2011, just business over those three years had built up enough that I was able to kind of leave education from a profession standpoint and going to real estate full-time.
0: Oh, fantastic. So let's see this. Finance businesses are collapsing mortgage companies are having all sorts of problems. Let's go sell real estate. That's an interesting time to to jump into the field. So I can, that's a real testament to your internal fortitude to say, let me go do this.
1: You know, we we knew we were supposed to be back, and I didn't, I mean, in hindsight, even probably three years after being back, I never saw myself as, that I was gonna be a full-time real estate broker. I thought I'd have my license, I'd sell a few properties here and there, but my plan was to, since the market was so low, was to buy additional properties, fix them up, hold some as rentals, you know, turn some, and and I guess the quote-unquote word at that time was flip some properties in that regard. And so that's how the real estate side of it um, really started for me. Lo and behold, in hindsight, I, you know, I, I discovered that from the I enjoy the rental side of it still. I don't enjoy the flipping side of it. And so it was just a natural transition into just more client services in regards to real estate. That was really great. But yeah, we had we had family. Certainly, our family was really excited when we broke the news that we were going to work our way back into Michigan. But certainly, a lot of them shook their head and said you know, guys, you're, in, you're, you're educators here. I'm not quite sure one, there's going to be a teaching job available for you. And, and we really kind of threw out a fleece. We really said, you know, our kids, we knew we were going to go to Croslex. We wanted them at Croslex. We knew that was going to provide them a really good education and, and they would be pushed in the, in the way that we would want to push them academically with the AP classes and different college prep courses that they offer. But Beth, you know, had definitely said, I'm not, I don't want to teach at any other school district besides the one that my children are at. So, I mean, she put it out there to, we're going to teach at Crosslex and that one, right job opened up. So we were blessed. St. Clair County Community College was amazing. Gave me an opportunity to stay in there while I was building the business and and it just worked. But yes, most of our family thought we were a little bit crazy to do it at the time that we did it. The way Michigan's economy, real estate, all that was going. at the
0: Well, and that's a good spot to segue because you and I, having grown up in this area, are very, very familiar with what's offered. But I know you get calls, and there's so many people migrating out of certain states, whether it be New York, California, different areas that want a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If somebody's listening from one of those areas, you and I know what makes it special, but talk a little bit about the Sanilat County area and what there is in this area that can be a great offer for families. Certainly.
1: Well, one, I just, I think our community in and of itself, whether it's from you know, northern St. Clair County, like you talk about, Port Huron and Fort Gratiot and what that area offers, and then traveling up the thumb through Lexington, through another 11 miles north to Port Sanilac and beyond, up into, you know, even Huron County, Harbor Beach, and the tip of the thumb in Port Austin. Community just rings through, all right? And that's what I remember growing up. Just, you have wonderful families that are, they're hardworking, And and they want to raise their family in a community that cares about each other. And that's what we see. So I guess if you're looking for a place that you can really, truly call home and know that people have your back, the Blue Water area, Lexington, Port Santa Port Huron, those are great places to live. So I remember that just in regards to growing up, and it's certainly proven true as we've come back from 2008 till now. Wonderful families. Great community. They're looking out for each other. I mean, we have countless stories of when a family is in need, something tragic happens and such. And, and to watch and see how this community will rally around each other is a beautiful thing. Now that's just the people side and the people side is are wonderful and and certainly the people side makes a community. But one of the great draws about our area, let's say along the shoreline, is that we're pretty diverse in the fact that yes, you have locals, okay, and I always considered myself a local, but it's amazing and it was an amazing place for us to grow up because my family grew up in what we called like Lexington's cottage world, okay? So there were probably 30% of us that were full-timers down there, but everybody else Was from the surrounding like Metro Detroit areas or or different places where they went to school, they had life down there, but they'd spend their summers or their weekends up here. And for me to have an opportunity to just meet and develop so many great friendships with people during those summer times that have translated into, you know, just lifelong friends is a neat part of our community as well. So Lexington is certainly known as a cottage vacation. Certainly, yes, a year-round place. That's a place where a lot of people will fall in love with during their working days when they live down in the city and end up falling in love with it enough to say, "Hey, Lexington's going to be my home," you know, or Port Sandlack is going to be my primary home when I when I'm able to retire.
0: Yeah, in one of the earlier episodes that I did, uh, it's a two-part episode. I start off in Port Huron and follow the M25 all the way around the thumb to Bay City. And so I talk about the little towns, and, and you're right, whether it be Lexington, Lexington Heights, Port Sanilac area, even if you want to come farther inland, you maybe not are drawn so much to the water, but you want some property. You've got Sandusky, you've got Croswell, you've got Yale, Marlette, Deckerville. Well, all small towns of various size. It's still relatively affordable for somebody who's coming into the area. If they stay in the Croswell area, they'll get one of them better school systems I've run across across the country.
1: Yeah, what I consider are inland communities. Again, same thing. I mean, it, it's what I think most people are looking for when you think of just, hey, what would be the perfect place in America to kind of raise a family? And so, yeah, when you push in even just a few miles, communities like Croswell that just offer that same wonderful community, solid schools, Port Sanilac, you push in just a little bit there, you have the towns of Carsonville. So Carsonville, Port Sanilac schools, Sandusky being our county seat, Marlette, as you mentioned, Deckerville. As you go a little bit further north, these are just great communities, wonderful people, and you'd be surprised at what's there. You know, a lot of people that have enjoyed Lexington or the Blue Water area are really intrigued as they start to push in and say, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get inland a little bit and see what there is to offer there." Croswell, such a beautiful town, the famous Swinging Bridge, great restaurants, nice little shops and things, and that can be said all the way up and down the coast. But as you push in to the thumb, just it's worth exploring for sure.
0: Yeah, I know you can see quite a bit in the summer and you probably experienced this when you talk to either people coming in to rent or to buy. They can pick up and say, I want to spend the day and drive from Yale to Marlette to Sandusky, Port Sandalek, back down and make a circle, hit, what, half a dozen farmer's markets, Amish stores, Mennonite stores, and then be back to have an afternoon swim or fish in Lake Huron. So there's really just such a variance of of items that you can do.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, now we're... as. As, as we record this, we're entering in, you know, the summer is coming to a close and, and we're entering into the fall season, just the apple orchards that are around and, and the different cider mills and the different wineries that have popped up in our area. There's definitely something for everyone. And it certainly changes seasonally, but just a great place to explore. And yeah, it's all within a short drive. You know, the, you can cover a lot of little communities in a short period of time and make your way back home. So there's some wonderful day trips to enjoy up in our thumb. And for People that are just thinking, hey, you know this Lexington or this Port Sanilac or or even Sandusky, that sounds intriguing. You know, I've never been there before, and they are in one of the one of the burbs of Metro Detroit. You know, within an hour drive, hour and a half tops. There's a lot you can experience in Michigan's Thumb that it'll cause you to want to come back for sure.
0: I live in Croswell, so I'm in a few miles from the Lexington area. This is where I grew up. Very comfortable here. You don't have to lock your doors if you don't want to. I got up one morning and couldn't find my keys. I'm like, where are my keys? I find out I left them actually in the door of my house. People walked by. Nobody said anything. Nobody took them. Nobody, you know, it's just a nice area. A lot of friendly people. But as you said, hour and a half, hour and forty-five minutes, and I can be at one of three different airports. Now, as we record this, it's COVID's going on, so there's some things that are shut down, but in a normal time, within twenty-five minutes, I'm on the bridge headed to Canada. So there's so much. When and when you cross over into Sarnia, there's just you get to end up seeing Lexington and the shore from the Canadian side, the fishing that's around here, the opportunities if you like to hunt. There's so much that's available for many people at an extremely reasonable cost.
1: Really, the sky is the limit in regards to, like, whatever you would want to see. I mean, gorgeous woods, the petroglyphs in San Alak County, underwater preserves you if, if you're into some scuba diving. Yeah, world-class fishing at different times of the year. And then, you know, the thumb is known. A lot of people have hunting property up and around our area for some pretty fantastic hunting around as well. I remember when I was teaching down in central Kentucky, and, you know, Kentucky's kind of a landlit There's just no lakes, it's little land. Locked. So all their lakes are formed by you just you dam up a river and you end up with a nice lake. And so the students that I were teaching just couldn't get a grasp, of you know, what beautiful Lake Huron would look like and and not being able to see the other side of a, You know, and they, to them, it was the closest thing when I would bring photos and, and videos back for them. They would say that's that's not that's not a lake. That's that's the ocean. And I'd say that's you no. Know, it's 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 a beautiful lake, a clean multi-sport lake that we're really blessed to to have the opportunity to live within, literally a short driving time to one of the most beautiful places I think, not just in Michigan but in the world.
0: This area was so attractive that you actually were able to film an episode of Home and Garden TV where you got to promote and show how great this area is to. Anybody that can view Home and Garden TV, tell a little bit about that experience.
1: Yeah, that was a little surreal, but definitely a fun experience. Yeah, a few years back, actually going back a little bit further, certainly everybody's probably very familiar with HGTV, and to have an opportunity to be asked to kind of be one of the highlighted and featured agents for one of their shows was definitely a blessing. Their HGTV show, Beach Hunters, opened up when they first began their filming of that particular show. They were always focused on oceanfront, but they called. So in 2018, they opened it up to freshwater areas. And after doing some research, certainly, you know, the west side of the state and different parts of Michigan are absolutely gorgeous as well. But really glad that they decided to see our side, you know, what we call our eastern side, the Lake Huron side, and really highlight that. So quite the experience. Didn't know what to expect there. So when they reached out, somehow I passed an interview. I always said, I don't know how you're putting just a an average looking bald man on national TV, but we'll, we'll go with it. And they asked me to reach out to some current clients that would be willing to be on the show. And as we narrowed that down from current clients, it just happened to be that my younger brother Dave and his family, Dave and Carol and the three kiddos, as they narrowed it down, narrowed it down from, from five people to three people to two people, I think they liked the story of the fact that, you know, I would be the agent and then, you know, showing properties to my younger brother. So what what a neat experience that was. Filming was three full days. And we always said, wow, it'll be interesting to see how they edit three days of filming down into a 30-minute show and 20 minutes basically of screen time. But what a beautiful opportunity for national and even international to be able to see what our area offers. So we focused on... Three homes. One was north of Port Sanilac within Forester Park. And that's one thing that we haven't really discussed yet is that, you know, there are some amazing state park and private parks that people love to camp and enjoy, you know, seasonally here in Michigan. So, But one of the homes uh, we was called the Park House. You always have to name your houses on HGTV and come up with what, what that may be. So this was a private waterfront home built by one of our premier local builders, stone builders. And it was actually Terry and Sarah's primary home that I was selling at the time. And it's unique because it's in a beautiful campground called Forrester Park, but it also has a private water frontage in there. Kind of a niche waterfront home in that regard. So Terry and Sarah had built that beautiful home. They got a little press for that as well locally, which was wonderful. And then we had a home in Applegate, which is at least a mailing address-wise, halfway between Lexington and Port Sanilac. And then Dave and Carol ended up choosing a home just north of the beautiful harbor in Lexington for their vacation home. But yeah, quite the experience and a really honored and blessed to be able to do so highlight our area and to be able to do it with my brother and his family was wonderful
0: what a great experience and just so the listeners know if i'm going to have a link in the show notes where you can go and you can actually use your cable subscription numbers whatever those are to log in on home and garden tv's website and watch the episode i want you to tell the listeners though what was the unique thing about the home your brother ended up choosing
1: so I think the thing, you know, each client that I work with certainly has an idea of what they want, whether it's going to be their primary home or a vacation home some kind of getaway. You know, some people buy a, a property along the shore because they want to do week by week rentals and make it an investment property. So sky is the limit based on, you know, certainly each little community has, you know, different ordinances regarding week-by-week rentals and stuff. But for Dave and Carol, you know, they live like a lot of my clients. They live a, within an hour, hour-and-a-half drive time. So Dave and Carol reside permanently in Grosse and they wanted to find a vacation home. Certainly, they were drawn to Lexington as well. You know, uh, Carol and Dave both are CrossLex graduates as well, and so they had the fond memories of being here and wanted their kids, even though kind of living more in the city now, of being close to family and 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 also being able to get their toes in the sand. So for Dave and Carol in particular, it was just finding the right house that kind of met that family criteria for them. Carol's mom and stepdad live up in the Port Sandilac area, so they were willing to kind of look at the area between a little bit south of Lexington and, you know, within a 15-minute drive north of Port Sandilac, because it'd be an area where we could all gather together and, and be together at their lake house. I think ultimately for Dave and Carol, they chose the village of Lexington house, just proximity to town, walking distance its amazing sand so they're one of the few homes that are just blessed they're right north of the harbor in Lexington so Uh, When the harbor was put in, certainly that catches a lot of sand on the north side of the harbor. So Dave and Carol have one of the amazing, beautiful few properties that it almost has what a lot of people boast about the west side of the state, that kind of sand. I mean, they kind of have sand dunes working their way from, from their home to the shoreline.
0: And their house had a unique nickname. I think it was called the Slide House.
1: They did. A name that a lot of people know locally, Garrett Vandermass. Uh, he owns Advanced Fabrications here. Uh, but years ago, before Carol bought the home, they had built just a gorgeous multi-tiered deck on the house and with a wonderful slide that you would see in like one of those old school playgrounds, a, a nice metal slide that literally takes them from their lower deck and works them all the way down to ground level to get to the beach. So certainly, certainly the slide was a, at first it was a bonus for Dave. For Carol, not so much. She wasn't sure. She was worried about their youngest, Marissa, you know, taking a tumble off the slide because it's pretty good height. As slipping and slides and as, as different adventures have happened on that slide over the year, the couple of years that they've owned it here, what what a great choice for them. I think they look back in hindsight and and decide, yep, this was the perfect house for them. And then we've had a lot of fun on that slide.
0: You know, it's funny because I kind of knew that was there, but never really paid attention to it. For people that are looking for a great area to come in a great beach, if you come to Lexington, you can park in the harbor or just to the north of the harbor is Tierney Park. There's a great parking lot there great sandy beach but when you're in the parking lot if you look just north you'll catch a glimpse of the slide and if you watch the show you'll see we're not talking just a little eight or ten foot slide it's big so i think it's a great choice great area to come to there's so much that can be done like you said you know you looked at houses all the way up everybody knows the house up in forester park that's local because so many locals go to forester park so it's just a very unique area where it's not going to take long to start interweaving yourself into the community and getting involved.
1: For sure. And and one of the things, you know, we'll have a lot of people that, believe it or not, have, have have lived 30, 40 years in the metro Detroit area, some even older, that have never even taken a day trip up to Lexington, which sometimes surprises me because, you know, I love it. And I'm always talking about the area. So it's neat when they decide that they want to explore and they come up into the Thumb. You know, there are there are multiple roadside parks. When you start in Port Huron, and if you haven't been to Port Huron, where I-94 basically ends, and you see that International Blue Water Bridge crossing, and you see the St. Clair River, and you catch, at the right time, a cargo ship coming through that river under that bridge, if that doesn't get you, <laughs> I don't know what wakes you up. Because that is an amazingly gorgeous site. And as that St. Clair River opens up into Lake Huron and you just spend, uh, you know, you can go, you can get from Port Huron to the tip of Port Austin in, in, in the thumb along the shoreline. It's about an hour and a half drive from Port Huron up to Port Austin at, at the most. The things you will see in that hour and a half drive along the shoreline, or even if you cut in a little bit, too, as we talked about, some of those little communities, you will have a great day trip or a great weekend. Your views will blow you away. The little restaurants and shops, you'll feel like you're in Mayberry half the time. From Andy Griffith's show, between great food, amazing views, amazing people and anything and everything you want to do from golf courses to little recreational opportunities. You need to experience the thumb of Michigan if you haven't been there before.
0: Yeah, there's lots of good stuff. And for somebody that might be considering saying, hey, I I need a real estate agent. I'm really thinking about moving to the area. If they've never been, you have the ability to help them find even a short-term rental just to check the area out, don't you? Oh yeah, and we
1: so our area is really blessed with local lodging. Some people, you know, definitely love the feel of a of a quaint you know, bed and breakfast. And so we have in the different communities up and down the shore, some other, you know, lodging opportunities, you know, Lakeview Hills Golf Club has a hotel, but yeah, a lot of private homeowners, whether it's a small cottage with heated lake access, they Airbnb, or have those out for weekly rentals and such all the way up to if you're having just extended family stay and you want to experience it with family and friends and cousins or, or whatever you would have, you know, you can go from a small 600. Square foot weekly rental to a five, six, seven thousand square foot home to enjoy the area. But the opportunities out there, we can certainly assist you in, in getting to know the area, whether it's through a, through a short term rental or, you know, maybe you decide to stay forever and buy a place.
0: And speaking of that, now we're recording this in 2020. So, you know, if you listen to this later on, prices certainly could change. But if I was coming in from out of state or downstate or wherever, what would I be looking at minimum, say, on lake pro- property, mid 300s?
1: Yeah, depending on what you're looking for. Okay, so like in this particular summer season, you know we've had some small, uh, little two-bedroom cottages on smaller little slivers of of Lake Huron that once in a while people are able to find them in the in the two hundred to three hundred thousand dollar range for sure. Probably the majority of homes in today's market fall between that three hundred and and maybe five hundred range, and then of course up and beyond there.
0: And then up to seven feet.
1: Yeah, certainly. There's not as many homes that cross over that million dollar point in our neck of the woods here but there are some that do yeah so the sky's the limit I think there's something if you're thinking this could be an area in regards to purchasing and, and having a vacation home from a small what we call the where the area that I grew up in that I had so many fond memories of what we call like Lexington Heights or Lexington's cottage area. You know, you might have a view of the water or you might have a short walk to the water down a little dirt road. You know, you can pick up a two bedroom cottage down there. And and some of them, you know, are in the, believe it or not, under a hundred thousand dollars, up to the, you know, two hundreds and beyond. And for some that gets them started. They get a vacation home away within an hour, an hour and a half of their primary home that they can leave work on Friday and be up at their house by dinner time. And then so many people decide I don't want to go back home. Most people don't like getting up and going back to work on Monday morning, but you know, to get up on Monday morning and then drive back have a long weekend where you're not dealing with a ton of traffic, even to get to your cottage and at affordable price like that. So from vacation cottages with shared beach access all the way to Jason, as you said, you know, over a million dollar properties, sky's the limit, but you can, you can enjoy this community at whatever price and budget is comfortable
0: for you. Yeah. I know a number of families, as you just mentioned, what we Call the Lexington Heights area, which is south of Lexington. What a mile and a half, two miles? Not, not much. And that area, as you said, I know a lot of families in there that have the, the smaller two-bedroom cabins, cottages, and it's allowed them to get fishing boats. And it's very common for them to come up, and you'll see them go, and they'll launch the boats at the Lexington Harbor. And it's a very economical way to have that getaway without being just so in debt that you can't enjoy anything.
1: Yeah, we always tell people that. I mean, and for me. For, for growing up and experiencing that. It's been neat to see clients of mine and friends of mine that I've grown up with that have, have done the same thing. They've bought a place in there, even though they, they live away. But yeah, you, you will experience and enjoy a, a wonderful community feel, certainly busier in the summers and certainly a little sleepier in the wintertime. Yeah, you're in an area that's literally just a couple miles from part of the village of Lexington and, yeah, access to put your boats and jet skis and kayaks and things, you know, in the water and in, and enjoy all things Lake Huron at a really affordable price. And people are amazed. It's neat. When Dave and Carol purchased their beach house a few years back, you know, it's been neat to see not just how many of their friends have come up to enjoy the beach house with them over weekends and over the summer, but it's amazing how once someone knows and you say, yeah, I have a, I have a cottage in Lexington, how many... Other people that you know actually have a family member or friend, and they've been to Lexington on an on a annual or several times a year basis. So it's been neat, even for Dave and Carol, to, to just realize that a mile or two down the road, several of their people from their church in the city or different places or, or co-workers and such have places here as well.
0: Yeah, it's a real special area. And with that, now if somebody's interested in this area, buying a home, buying a rental, even buying a vacation place, what's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Multiple ways. So you can certainly find my information online. I'm an associate broker with Town and Country Realty in Lexington. We actually have four different offices, so two along the coast, one in Lexington, one in Port Santa so we kind of serve the northern St. Clair County and all of Sanilac County areas. And then we have two offices inland as well, one in Brown City and one in Croswell. So you can find my information there. You can always email me, Mike Rickerman at yahoo.com. Or you can reach out to me on my cell phone. You can find me and you can find my company and we'd be happy to assist you and answer any questions that you have as well. I always say the the house buying process or even the house hunting process, it is that. It is a process. And so some people are quick to make decisions. They drive up, they fall in love with the area, and within a week or two, you know, they find their right house and they purchase and, and other times I've had clients that we've been searching for the right vacation home, whether it's a cottage or vacation home for over a year. It's Sometimes, you know, even more than that. But when, I always say right house at the right time, at the right price. And it's neat to see when that occurs and people find their right place, whether it's their primary home that they're moving to or whether it's a vacation home. We're here to help. So, yep, Town & Country Realty. My main office is in Lexington, but we have four
0: offices to serve you. Well, and for anybody that's listening, driving or anything, don't you don't have to write it all down. Just go to the show notes, and I'll have all the links to Mike's information there. So you can just grab it all from the show notes and get in touch with Mike. And the thing is, as we travel around with this show and as I highlight different areas, it's really neat to have somebody like yourself on as a, not only have you grown up here, you've loved the area, you've gone and come back. So you do have something to compare and contrast it to, but you got your finger on the pulse of what's going on. And what a lot of people don't realize is the thumb area where you listed you have offices at you might be coming up from an area and say I've always wanted a Victorian home there's a lot of them out there if you look there's a lot of old farm homes you might want to redo an old farm home there's historic homes in Lexington that come up for sale quite a bit so there's just a lot of history and if you're into that there's buildings for sale in Lexington if you always wanted to start your own business and Mike is the guy that can help you put together a plan as to how do you get here move in and and start what you're looking to do whether it be buying a home that Turn into a rental or buying a home that you're going to live in, you know, and retire to. You know, Mike is the guy you want to contact because he's got that knowledge and that information readily accessible that you can't find on just a simple look on a certain website.
1: Yeah, and sky really is the limit to, uh, you know, whatever you're looking for, whether it's a home on acreage. And and Jason, as you said, I mean, we have some commercial opportunities available, even quaint little shops. You know, we just closed on one with a wonderful family that their search process took about a year and a half. And they were from the northwest side of Chicago. They wanted something with a water view, not necessarily have to be directly right on the water, but they ended up buying on wonderful Lake Street within the village of Port Sanilac, a home that was originally constructed. The original portion of the home was built back in the 1890s and has ties to the Raymond Hardware store, the Raymond family, and you know just neat things about the area, such as you know the Raymond's Hardware in Port Sanilac being the the oldest family-owned um, hardware store in the entire state of Michigan, and and still open to this day. So neat little things like that, as as you find exactly what you're looking for, not just along the shore, but
0: inland as well. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Well, Mike, I really appreciate you taking the time to explain to the listeners all the opportunities that are available. It's really great to get a perspective of what you might want to consider in coming to an area. And so anybody that goes to the show notes, even if you don't want to live, but just want to come to a unique area to visit, call Mike. He can help you find a rental for a week, a month, a year, whatever it might be that you want to visit. Feel free to give Mike a call. And again, Mike, I can't thank you enough for your time.
1: It's been a pleasure to be with you and and to the listeners out there, yeah, it might not be a place that you're thinking, hey, I, I, I want to grab a house or a cottage for. But once we get through 2020 COVID pandemic that we've been dealing with here, just day trips are wonderful. So we have in Lexington, I uh, like the Village Theater theater that offers some amazing shows and just one of the m- most gorgeous like venues you will ever see, about a 300-seat theater. We've had incredible shows that we've been blessed with, Kevin Bacon, the Bacon Brothers Band, um, Lone Star, just neat opportunities for festivals, fine arts fairs, the Bach Festival, Thumb Fest, up in Port Sanilac, things like antique boat shows and and to the Blues Festival, and all these things that happen throughout kind of our, our spring, summer, and fall seasons that are just, they make wonderful day trips. So if you're looking for a place or you're like, hey, I've heard about it before, you know, and you're not even thinking, hey, I, I want to grab a vacation home or something, great place to spend the day, the weekend, the week, and, and just get to know our area because it's, you, you will be blessed and you will have a great time along our shores.
0: With that, thank you again. Listeners of this show can touch base with the other shows to delve a little bit deeper into what Mike's talking about. And go ahead and hit up my Instagram page for the show, and I'll have that in the show notes so you don't have to write it down. And you can see pictures that talk a lot about the festivals. There's just so much tied around the water, such a beautiful area. So, again, I thank you so much, Mike, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Jason,
1: you be blessed as well, and thank you for the opportunity to share with you.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. You take care.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.